What's going on today, guys? I don't have a script prepared. I don't really have a show. I'm just going to give it to you from my heart and my soul about what I think about the Israel and Palestine conflict, etc. So that's the show today. I'm going to keep it simple. I'm going to drink my coffee and move at my own pace. I don't have a show format, but I will talk about Israel and Palestine. I hope you guys appreciate it or listen to my perspective. It's the Dream Rare Podcast. Welcome to the show. The way to get the news at the desk or on the road. Let's go. God is great and success in our control. The world is crazy, but we get better from obstacles. What's up, folks? I'm going to wait a few minutes just to make sure everybody gets in. Rather, a few seconds. Make sure I see Facebook and YouTube. YouTube's here. We'll wait for Facebook, and then I'm just going to get into it. What I'm thinking, I've been seeing the news, I've been seeing the stories, the videos, all the perspectives, and I just want to give you mine, okay? I might be a little fiery today, but I'm going to try to be very calm as well, you know, balance those two, the yin and the yang, etc. But, you know, one thing that I want to say, and I'm not going to, now that I say everybody's here, I'm not going to read the chats. I kind of want to focus on what I'm saying and not get distracted. In the most respectful way possible, I want to say this, okay? At times like this, I would say, God bless the people on all sides. There's innocent people in Israel and Palestine and Russia and Ukraine. And war media tries to get you to dehumanize Russians or dehumanize Ukrainians or dehumanize Israelis or dehumanize Palestinians based on the war side of one of the perspectives of the sides. And whether you're on that side or not, you got to understand that there are good people in all those countries. There are innocent people in all those countries. So I would like to first start with a prayer for the innocent and the good people in all countries because they're not responsible for what their governments are doing. Uh, so let's just get that out of the way. Second thing I want to get out of the way really, really quick is there's a lot of pressure at times like this. Like when George Floyd passed away and died, you know, there was uh, or, or, or got killed, I guess, depending how you want to look at it, et cetera. You know, everybody's like, put a black square in your profile picture. Do it now or you're a racist. People would come out of the woodworks. I haven't talked to in 10 years. They think they're Malcolm X for a day or MLK, even though they've never made a political statement in their life. And now all of a sudden the media told them to put a black square in their Instagram and they're yelling at me, you're a racist if you don't put a black. What's a black square in your Instagram profile picture going to do? What is, is that going to change the outcome? Did racism disappear when you posted it on Instagram? So let's calm down with the sanctimonious trying to force me to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to put a Palestinian flag in my profile picture because you want me to. I'm not going to put an Israeli flag in my profile picture because you want me to. Ukrainians, etc. Like people always want to pressure me into thinking what they think. Like this is what I think. How You have to do what I say right now. You know, I even had a Christian, God bless came up to me and said, you didn't talk about Armenia anomaly. How dare you not talk about Armenia? And you're talking about Israel and Palestine. Listen, lady, I know it's hard to imagine me with my uh, Bob Ross, you know, tie dye shirt on that. I don't know everything going on at the world at all times. Like I can't weigh in on politics in Chile right now. I know nothing about it. Argentina have no idea what's going on. You know, Yemen, I heard, I heard about it. Uh, Armenia, it's terrible for what I've heard from Christians there, but I don't know about everything at every time. So no offense, I'm just getting this off my chest. If people are going to try to bully me and pressure me into talking about 10,000 things that they want me to when they want me to, you know, in the nicest way possible, F you. I don't owe you anything. I don't have to do a video. I don't have to cover geopolitics in 10,000 different countries at one time. The amount of pressure that comes out days like this is just so annoying and frustrating. But I understand there's war, innocent lives are being taken. So I understand where the emotions come from. But sincerely, like, F you if you think I'm like your dance monkey that I have to jump up and say exactly what you want me to say. And if I talk about Israel and Palestine, now I have to talk about Armenia. I don't have to talk about either of them. And I don't really know 
as much as people want me to know about Armenia, although I wish I did because then I would talk about it. With that being said, let's get to the actual conflict at hand, which is an Israel-Palestine conflict, right? Uh, according to media outlets, reports, news, whatever, the uh, Israeli defense had a lapse in judgment or a lapse in or, or they got broken through by Hamas, Palestine, and I don't know, that's all I've heard, I guess, and that they killed innocent people, and that they shot missiles, and they got through the Iron Dome, and apparently they got across the border somehow, and were shooting people, and now there's a counter-response from people like Nikki Haley and others, where they're like, just annihilate, you know, Palestine completely. There's been over 100 years of like, I, well, maybe not 100, maybe like 60, 70, 80, I don't know the exact you know, the Israel-Palestine conflict is extremely complex. And I'm just going to be honest, regardless of like what side you're on on that conflict, I get I get the argument. In the 1900s, I believe it was someone in England, Balfour, I think his name was, he signed the Balfour Declaration and gave the land of Israel to Lord Rothschild. Look it up, the Balfour Declaration. And England was like, all right, this is your land. And there were people there and those people were called Palestinians and they thought it was their land and Israelis think it's their land and they want to do this and they want to do this. And they've been fighting for 60, 70, 80 years now. And no matter how much people want to pretend like that hasn't been happening, it absolutely has been happening. And if you're on the side of Israel, you'd say, this is our land. It's, it's written. We had it thousands of years ago. We lost it. We took it back, whatever. And if you're Palestinian, you're saying, I was here. You kicked me out of my house and put me in, in, in a small area that I didn't want to be. And now, you know, I'm just pissed off all the time. And then that's kind of, I would say, a simplistic version of it. But I see both sides of it completely. And I'm not saying that to sit on the fence. I get it. I've never said Israel doesn't have a right to exist. Who am I to tell them if they exist or not or what land to have? I have no idea. I'm not Genghis Khan. I'm not, I don't run the world. I don't, I don't get a say at the, at the seat of whose land that is. And if you're Palestinian, I get that perspective too. Your family was there and now you're not. And, you know, they say that they're getting their houses taken and the Israeli side says they're being attacked by them. So they're just countering. And it's a mess. I've never been there as much as people want me to like pretend like I'm an expert on it. You know, oh, you have to know. Do, do I really? You know what I know? I'm just realistic about it because I don't have a big ego. I know what I see. I know what I read. I know what I hear from my friends. I have friends that live in Israel. I have friends that have been to Israel. I have friends that, are, you know, are from Palestine. And I have friends from Lebanon that have seen it from the alternate. Like I, I have friends of all types. And I know there's good people on all sides. With that being said, you know, it, it's a dicey situation and it has been for a while. And, uh, you know, this attack is horrific and innocent people dying is awful on either side anytime. Um, you know, it's just, I guess people want me to have like, like this massive stance and be like, no, 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 it's like this. Well, then you could post that. That's fine. No, 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 it's like this. Okay, well, well you, could you could post that. But if you want me to act like I'm an expert on this conflict when I've never been to Palestine, when I've never been to Israel, and I'll, all I see is videos on the internet, I see Twitter videos. And here's what I wanna explain to people real quick before I get into more of it. When the Ukraine war first dropped, you know, Zelensky came out, Russia inc invaded Ukraine, everybody's freaking out. And everybody I followed on Instagram started posting stories of Snake Island, how, you know, they killed all these prisoners. And then it was like ghost of Kiev or whatever. And I didn't think that they were true at first because I had remembered that I had read about, hold on a second. 
I had read about Zelensky. Hold on, I want to I want to drink my coffee real quick. I'm a little like wound up. I gotta breathe. People always tell me on my thing, they're like, breathe, slow down. And I never do because I always want to be entertaining and I always want to just like rush it out there because I know that time is of the essence when you're watching my channel. But I need to chill today. I don't really have a show. But uh when it comes to Zelensky of Ukraine. I'd remembered reading that he was an actor on a show and he won the election. And I'm not saying that makes him a bad person, but I just knew something felt a little off. So I'm going to just take my time. I'm going to be patient before I report. And all the right wing accounts that I followed, they started like posting these stories and like pro Ukrainian, like pro Zelensky stuff. And then three weeks later, a lot of those Republicans, they had the opposite stance. They're like, wait, no, I don't know that I believe that. Wait, this war is not what I thought it was. And it's like, well, that's what happens when you rush and just post stuff. Like to me, I wasn't saying those stories were fake. I didn't come out and say, oh, they're fake because I don't know that they're fake. Maybe they're real. I just didn't feel comfortable posting them because I'm not there and it didn't sound real to me. And I knew that Zelensky was an actor producer who had produced himself into a show and became the president of Ukraine on television. Then he won the election. So to me, that's like screaming psyop. I'm not saying he's a bad guy necessarily, but you get what I'm saying? I'm not like one of these right wing accounts that's going to rush and be like, oh my gosh, you know, we got to get, it's like, they all did that. And now they're all on the other side of the, you know, I guess, narrative of like what they think should happen in Ukraine. And there's a business incentive to being first. You get more clicks, you get more money. There's a virtuous incentive to being first. You look good. If you're on the right side that that's perceived, then everybody's going to like you. But I've learned to be accurate that I should be a little more patient, especially when it's not my country and I really have no uh, vision of it of my own. And uh, I've already watched people make a massive, massive blunder in their reporting to the Russia thing because they believe stories that ended up not being true, like the ghost of Kiev and Snake Island that is now admitted false. And, uh, you know, with this sort of stuff, I see these videos. They're horrific. I'm not saying they're fake. I'm not saying they're not real. It's just I'm not going to just share a Twitter video and act like I know what it is. You know, how the hell do I know what it is? It could like, you know, I could share something. It could be from Egypt and I could be saying it's in Jordan. It's like who? You know, that I'm just being realistic. Everybody else thinks they know. If you're there, you took it, you know. But if you don't, you're just another person sharing a video that you saw five minutes ago that you're, you know, half the people when they share stuff, they don't even label it right. Like I've seen it happen so many times where they're just like doing what everyone else is doing and it becomes this whole like wave of followers. So I'm being patient because I don't want to be inaccurate. And, you know, some of the criticism to that is, oh, you have the luxury to sit on the fence while people are dying. Listen, Here's what I'm going to say. If you're that passionate about it and you're that into one side of the war, I'm sure you could go there. You know what I'm saying? If you serve the IDF, I think Israeli Israeli citizens have to serve the IDF because they're short staffed. I don't know what's going on in Palestine, but I would assume and I'm not telling people literally to go. But you get what I'm saying? It's like if you're so gung ho about war and you feel a certain way, you could probably join the Ukrainian military at this point. And I'm not pushing people towards that. It's just people want me to just rush and say what they want me to say, but I'm not in the war. I'm not trying to fight the war. I don't, I don't believe in it. And I also think that as soon as something happens within, you know, 72 hours, it's like, okay, we need to give them a hundred billion dollars. Okay. We need to give them $50 billion. Oh my gosh, you're this, you're this. During the uh, war in Iraq, it's like you were a terrorist if you didn't want to fight Iraq. And then now everybody realized it was kind of bullshit. And like, everybody admits that, but at the time you're a terrorist, you know? And they'll say that now, if you don't want to give $200 billion to Ukraine, you know, then you must be a terrorist or you must be a, a Russian or whatever stupid narrative they have. Now, you must be working for Putin if you don't want to. 
Well, what happens when we give $200 billion to a foreign country? It's socialism and socialism ends up hurting us over the long run, unless it's like a really good move. Long story short, if you gave $200 billion to the Americans, American citizens, we would lose money during inflation. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not wording that properly, but you get what I'm saying. If we give $200 million to a foreign country, it, it, we're just losing. Like everything's, the prices of everything's rising. They printed too much during COVID and now they're printing so much for war. And now there's multiple fronts of war after we just got out of the Afghanistan war and the Iraq war and everybody's skeptical of war. But now, you know, you must be that side or that side if you don't support the money. Like America is just being sucked dry. And we're at a time right now where we're suffering. Our border's open. You know, we perceive it as an invasion at the border because once millions of military men come across, it's what it seems like. You have, uh, you know, homelessness, crime rising in our cities. So if an American citizen says, hey, let me think about it for a second before I talk, it doesn't mean they're on that side or that side. It doesn't mean they're a bad person. If you're so gung ho about it, you post what you want to post. I'm not going to do it. And the P I understand that that attack yesterday is unprecedented. I'm reading a lot of stuff about it. I would say the uh, I'm just going to give you all perspectives. I would say the Israeli side would say that that was the most unprecedented attack. It was unprovoked. And now we need to like wipe them off the map or retaliate or whatever. And then the other side is saying we've been attacked for decades now. They're doing this. They're doing that. Both sides are calling genocide. This side's saying that they attacked us first. Now I see people saying that they don't even believe it because how were their hand gliders getting past the IDF? How did they allow this lapse in judgment? It doesn't seem like you know, with the technology of these soldiers that it would have been easy to get past like Israel's defense. It's very uh, comprehensive. That's just what I see out there. And I, I you know, I, I get what people are thinking. I'm just not going to make a confident statement like, oh, this has to be fake or this has to be real or we have to go to war. Or, we have to give them a hundred billion dollars. It's like, let me just take a little bit to process it and, and see what happens. Because I think both sides feel like they're being slighted. I feel like they've been fighting for decades and anybody that says they weren't, yes, this attack was unprecedented, but if you talk to a Palestinian, they'll claim that this has happened to them a bunch. I mean, I can't verify that it has or hasn't. I read news earlier this year that uh, a bunch of kids got killed in Palestine. It was even in Israeli news and nobody shared it. And I was even like wondering, I was like, should I share this or is everyone going to call me an anti-Semite for reporting the news? Because that's what they do. So it's like, you know, it, I don't know that it was this big of an attack because it probably wasn't. But this is a conflict that's been going on for like 70 years. OK, so I don't have the answers. I wish I could make both sides happy and we could live in peace, but it's not up to me. I don't know. Palestinians don't want to leave. Israelis don't want them there. Palestinians think it's their land. Israelis think it's their land. Israelis, some of them like them. Some of them think, you know, I've met Jewish people who don't like Israel. I've met I've met rabbis who don't like Israel. I've met rabbis who love Israel. It's like there's all different perspectives in the world. Some Christians think that, you know, they need to do everything for Israel because it's biblical. Others think that's the wrong passage and it's, it's not what they have to do. So it's a very complex situation. I'm not going to get emotional and just like push war agenda right now. I'm going to be patient and thoughtful. And I guess when I read stuff about it, here's another point of my view that's just accurate to who I am. People have seen the type of reporting I've done over the last couple of years. I try to be friendly. I try to be accurate. I, I'm very fair. I've always shown love to the whole world and I've never been like a hateful person. Yet, despite that, 
you know, I've been called anti-Semitic by probably 20 different media organizations, including right-wing media organization. Israeli publications this year published articles saying I was anti-Semitic. So it's like, you know, when they lie about me constantly, it's it doesn't make me trust them because they are lying about me. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make me look bad for simply questioning the relationship between America and Zionism. I've never said um, uh, Israel doesn't have the right to exist. I've never said that. I think they do have the right to exist. I think they do have the right to defend themselves. I think they have the right to do whatever they want. I, as an American, apparently, I don't have the right to have my First Amendment. I don't have the right to not be defamed by domestic and foreign media. I don't have the right to, to speak the truth when the truth is perceived as hate speech by journalists who are psychotic and, and wrong. So it's like, I think they have the right to exist. I think they have the right to defend themselves. I think, honestly, they have the right to fight Palestine. I have no idea. It's not my war. It's how, who am I to tell them not to or to? It's their, you know, they could do what they want. Um, with that being said, I, in my own country, can't say that Ron DeSantis and Trump are passing hate speech laws, which they are, or else they call me anti-Semitic. I'm not allowed to say there's anybody in America who has loyalty to Israel because that's anti-Semitic. So it's like everybody that tries to pressure me to say, oh, believe this, believe this. These organizations have lied about me within the last three months to my face. And you want me to believe everything they say about a conflict that I have no idea about. It's not going to happen, you know, because they're already exaggerating, lying and defaming about me and saying that I hate them based off of nothing. I've never done anything hateful or mean. I've never told anybody any sort of message besides peace and love and I show love, but no, they have to act like, so, you know, how the hell do I know what's going on over there? It could be that Palestine wants to hurt them and they're freaking out. That could be true. It could be that Israel's just stealing their houses. You know what I'm saying? And the media won't report on it. I have no idea. So as far as you know, this idea that I have to be an expert on this topic and I have to say what this side wants or the Palestinian flag, people want me to post this. I'm not going to just do what people want me to because they tell me to. I want to read this tweet because it's a little it's a little rough around the edges, but I think it's the most accurate take that I've seen. Lee Fang, who I think is like left wing, he said Hamas would absolutely execute the rainbow flag ACAB lefties cheering on the horrific violence against Israelis if they lived in Gaza and U.S. right-wingers blindly cheering on Israeli subjugation of Palestinians would rebel twice as violently if Americans were subjected to the, to the similar occupation. And to me, I think that is like a very edgy but flawless tweet by Lee Fang. I think he's totally right. The hypocrisy and the delusion on both sides definitely exists. You know, if, if these liberal, like all these liberals support Palestine, which doesn't even make sense, like you support Palestine? Why? What What, what are they going to do for you? Do you even know? Like, I mean, it's nice to be nice or whatever, but like, you know, he said Hamas would execute the ACAB lefties with the rainbow flags. Uh, might be right. And then the right wingers, like if they were, you know, they only know what they hear about Palestine and Israel. But if they were under the same sort of situation, they would not be thrilled with it either. So I mean, it might not be the most popular take, but I'm going to be patient before I make a full-blown statement. I would love to see innocent people stop getting killed in Israel and Palestine. I would love for the war to stop in Ukraine and Russia. I wish nobody fought. I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but that's not the world we live in. I don't get to call the shots. So with that being said, now that it's so new, I already, like, when I look at politicians like Nikki Haley and all these people, Ron DeSantis, all of them, they all tweet something right after an, an event like this happens. 
to me, it's like I'm watching season 20 of a television show that I've seen too many times. And I've already like I already know what they're going to say. Like, it's too predictable. Like, I'm bored of politics. It's like Kardashians episode 25. And I already figured out the plot and the characters are the same. And there's nothing surprising anymore. Actually, Kardashians probably would like surprise me more because I don't know what's going on. But like politics, I already I already know who these people are. I already know what they're going to say. I already know what they're going to do. And this is why when I tell people if the election were tomorrow, I'd vote for this person. I don't say that to be a fence sitter. I just know how quickly things change. If I was going to vote for this politician, but then the country gets locked down and they're pro lockdown, I'm not saying that necessarily happened to everybody, but that would change my vote. It's like, I'm not trying to vote for a president. And, and that's how quickly American politics could shift. It could be your guy for three years. And the second a war starts, they're not, not your guy. Someone like a Lindsey Graham, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very thoughtful when I, when I, say who I'm going to vote for. Cause I honestly, I don't know. Cause I, I, you guys trust, like some people like trust Ron DeSantis. So they're like, they're like yelling at me on Twitter today. I thought you were one of us. Well, no, I'm not. I don't like, What are you? I don't know. Like a fanboy. You just like, you're like a pro Ron DeSantis propaganda account. And then there's people that are like pro Donald Trump propaganda accounts and that's all they do. And it's like, okay, like, no, I'm, I'm neither. I'm trying to be objective and look at reality. And like, you guys really trust Donald Trump. And you guys really trust Ron DeSantis and I don't trust either of them. So I'm going to watch what they do and make them earn my vote versus just put in my pom poms because I don't trust either of them. When it comes to Biden, obviously, a lot of people are posting that he released six million dollars from Iran, uh, I think, at a certain point. And people are saying that that money went to Hamas to fund it. Also, people in my Twitter feed, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. I see people saying that Hamas, you know, there's people in Israel. I've seen videos that they were admitting that Hamas was created because of something that Israel did. I'm, I'm not saying they purposely did it, but there's like literal Israeli politicians from decades ago. I'm seeing these videos going around. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not, I, you know, I don't really want to weigh in on like all of that to the sense of like, do I think that Biden giving money to Iran, uh, you know, fueled Hamas? Possibly, but with with what they were doing and like a lot of the low technology that they were doing, you know, it seems like a lapse in security to some extent. So what now? Like what what comes from this? Are we going to fight Iran like Ron DeSantis or Donald Trump's going to win so that they could fight Iran and tell right wingers it's the new Iraq or something, you know, and right wing right wingers will believe it. Will they push Biden into a war? Like I've known they wanted war with Iran for years. I've tweeted about it. I'm like, you know, Republicans will probably win 2024 if they need a war with Iran. Because if you want a war with Iran, that's how you push it. You don't use a Democrat, you use a Republican. If you want a war with Ukraine, you pick Lindsey Graham or a Democrat. If you want a lockdown, you got to make, you know, it's like, I don't, I see it like that nowadays. Like you, you look at these politics, not you necessarily, but you know, people look at these politicians like, oh, who's going to save me? And I'm like, they're all actors at this point to me. It's like, you know, whichever one they whichever character they need to do something, they'll throw them in front of you and you'll buy it. So, you know, when it comes to this, I want the war to stop. But like, I don't want Palestinians to get injured or hurt. I don't want Israelis to get hurt. I don't want to start a war with Iran. But I understand it's complex and I know Iran doesn't like us. So it's it's rough out there. But, you know. Let me know what you guys think. I've had a bad experience talking about Zionism because that's the one thing that they always try to like ruin my life and, and defame me and try to really honestly like you guys got to understand, too. I do a lot of stuff. I do hip hop. I do this. I do that. I've done shows. I've, I've got a billion views. I got millions of followers. I've 
got millions of views doing cool stuff. I've had conversations with people on all sides and the media a lot. It's always pro-Zionist media. That's just the truth. They try to defame me and say that I'm just an anti-Semite. And they're trying to write that in the history books and just say, that's all I am. I didn't do anything else. I didn't have a billion views. I didn't do great reporting during the pandemic. I wasn't one of the first people in, in media to really come out and show love to Trump after he won the election. Like I'm none of those things, right? I'm just an anti-Semite according to the media. So like, I have a bad experience when I talk about speech laws in America, they call me an anti-Semite. When I talk about, you know, I say Ben Shapiro likes Israel, which he obviously does. If you listen to a show, that's anti-Semitic to say, you know, the ADL says it's anti-Semitic to uh, share a, a meme of George Soros. You know, Geraldo Rivera was calling Trump Hitler for talking about illegal immigrants. Geraldo Rivera has been like a plant for 20 years, just sitting there, you know, complaining about illegal immigration, pretending to be conservative. It's like, I don't really know, you know, I, it's, it's like, you can't say anything anymore, but for the people on the Israel side, I would say this, God bless you. God bless your family. God bless your country. God bless the world. And I pray for, for you guys, but you know, you got to tell pro Zionist media to stop shitting on everybody all the time and smearing them and lying about them. Cause when someone lies about me that hard, I'm like, what else are they lying about? You know? And, and they have no reason to, I've never said that they shouldn't exist. I just talk about the relationship between America and that. That's all I talk about. I don't care what Israel does, but if I don't have the first amendment to talk about it, that now I care because now you're infringing on my freedom. You know, if our relationship between Ukraine and America is cool, I'm not anti-Ukrainian, but if they're taking $500 billion from us or whatever over the course of three years, and I talk about it and you say I'm anti-Ukrainian, well, now I'm a little annoyed because I'm not, but I'm just, I'm an American citizen. And it's like, nobody cares about Americans, you know? Our cities are filled with crime. You'll never see Nikki Haley freak out about that because she doesn't give a shit about America. Nikki Haley, no offense, she should be like a barista in Israel, you know? And I'm not saying that to be rude. Nikki Haley serves a mean coffee, I'm sure. But it's like she sits in American politics and she never freaks out about anything but that country. I'm not, I'm not mad at her and I'm not being sarcastic. People think I mean, like, I think she's a fine person and I think she should go be a barista over there because at a certain point, it's like, I've never seen her freak out about our southern border like that. I've never seen her freak out about the pandemic. They locked us in our house for months. You know, tens of thousands of people committed suicide because they had no schedule or routine. And Nikki Haley, I didn't see a peep out of her loser mouth. You know what I'm saying? So these people, it's like, what's the only thing they ever agree with all the time? It's just a little weird. Like crime is rising in our cities. Nobody cares. Our borders wide open. Nobody cares. We, you know, inflation's rising because of both parties and neither one of them tells the truth about it because they both try to pin it on each other, even though it's both of them together. And it's like, and if I have an opinion about Ukraine, you know, my own media will call me anti-Putin or pro-Putin or some stupid shit. You know, it's like, if you don't support funneling your money to Zelensky, they'll say you're with Putin. If you don't say exactly what they want you to say when they want you to say it about Israel or Palestine or whatever, they'll call you anything. And my, that's, I'm just going to say this because at this point, my opinion doesn't really matter. As much as people listen to me and stuff, it's like, do you think I'm powerful enough to tell Israel or Palestine what to do? You think my live stream is going to change that? You want me to post something? You want me to say some virtue signal? No, that's your ego telling you you're more important than you are. You know what I'm saying? You could post Palestinian flags. That's nice. It's not going to change anything. You could post Israeli flags. That's nice. It's not, but like, you could post what you want. I'm just saying like people that try to force me to post it or force me to say it, like it matters. 
is just ridiculous. Like, like be me, be me, be do what I want you to do. Am I telling you to agree with me? I'm not. If you if you are Israeli and you live in Israel, you probably should support Israel. Why wouldn't you? If you're stuck in the Gaza Strip and you're Palestinian and you have a different perspective on it, what's my perspective going to change? So I've never told Israelis not to support their country. And if you're Jewish in America and you support Israel, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you're Jewish in America and you don't, you don't have to. I'm not here to tell you what to like. I have Jewish friends that love Israel. I have friends that don't. Like, honestly, I've seen both sides of the equation. I've never told anyone what to think. I've never told anyone not to defend their country. But when I talk about it and I don't even talk about the war and I don't even talk about anything, I just speculate on like, okay, Ron DeSantis just passed a bill and these are rules that infringe on the First Amendment in my perspective. They literally just say, oh, you hate everybody. You want to hurt everybody. So like when you say that type of stuff and exaggerate to that extent with me, when I know myself, I know my heart, I would never wish ill on that country. I have dozens of Jewish friends that, I, that I'm very close with. So it's like when, when media lies about me that heavily, I already know that it's not something that I'm going to believe because, you know, so it's one of those things that someone said, get a spine, dude. I'm just curious, like, which side do you want me to support? You think I know what you want me to say, like, get a spine. Are you a Palestinian activist? Are you Mia Khalifa saying it's apartheid? And if you don't support Palestine, you're you're horrible. Are you Jordan Peterson, you know, freaking out, uh, saying like, kill him Netanyahu? Are you Nikki Haley? Like, I don't, I don't even know what side you're on. You might be Palestinian mad that I'm not taking a hard Palestine stance. You might be pro-Israel mad at that. I have no idea. So a Christian got mad at me and said, I'm I'm a bad person now. They followed me for years, never said anything. They're so emotional now. They said, if you don't talk about if you don't talk about Armenia, and it's like, I'd love to talk about Armenia. I just don't know that much about Armenia. And when it comes to Israel and Palestine, like I'm not an expert. I've never been there. I I could act like I know what those videos are, but I have no idea. They're just videos to me that obviously happened if they look real, but like where, how, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather wait a little bit, but I guess I'm not allowed to wait. This is America. America has to just open their wallets and say what everyone wants them to say and do what everyone wants them to do and just, you know, take our tax money. And that's that's all. I just exist to work for other people to fight wars. That's all. I, you know, that like people treat me like that. Don't you dare have your own perspective, even if it's completely reasonable and kind and loving. Go to work, pay 30% on your taxes, and we're going to take those taxes and we're going to fund the pharmaceutical industry. And we're going to take those taxes and we're going to fund foreign wars. But you don't even have a say. You don't even have a First Amendment anymore to speak on the wars that, you know, that, that we're funding. No. So what am I, just a worker bee? Let me see. I'm going to read a few comments real quick. Perfect soulmate says anomaly needs a spine. What what do you want? Like what what's your opinion? Someone said Allah equals God equals hallucination. You're asking me to tell people that God's a hallucination. That's just like I, I don't believe that. I believe God's real. So if you if you want to start a live stream and say that you don't believe that God's real you can do that. It's just like, why would you want me to do that? I believe in God. Um, but anyway, I'm going to just, I'm not going to read the comments because they're pretty psychotic today. I just want to sum it up on this note. Um, I see all the perspectives. I understand it's a tense situation. I understand that 
lives are at stake and the future of a certain country is at stake and the future of the world as, is at a certain state. You have to understand when it comes to war and all of this stuff and politics, it's not good when Russia and Ukraine fight. It's not good when Israel and Palestine fight. It's not good to raise tensions with Iran. I don't want any of this to happen. I'm American. I love this country. I'm not Iranian. I'm not Russian. I'm not Israeli or Palestinian. To be honest, I'm American. And I feel for all the people of the world at a certain point, I'm looking at this through the lens of like, it's escalating whether I want it to or not. Israel and Palestine is escalating. There's nothing I could really do about it. Uh, Russia and Ukraine has been escalating. There's there's really nothing I could do about it. And it's sad because I wish it would stop, but it's not right now. And that's just the truth of it. With that being said, I know that there's deception on all sides of war. I know that there are certain agendas out there where like certain people want to do certain things. And if you look at, say like, uh, and I'm not saying that they did this purposely necessarily, but when the country shut down, now you have mass mail-in ballots. And now it's like, well, you know, there's a there's a pandemic. So now we have to give, I don't know, $18 billion to the pharmaceutical industry. I mean, we have to do it now. We, You know, Pfizer has to make record profits now because they have this thing. And, you know, you have to do this now because of this. And I see the world working in that way. I'm not saying everything's planned or staged because I don't think it is. I think a lot of things are organic. With that being said, you know, it's like, how do you achieve certain means? Like, it's like, okay, now I'm locked in my house for two years because there's a virus. Well, that wait. And now I'm a conspiracy theorist if I don't want to be locked in my house. And now I'm a bad guy because I want to go work out at, at, at a beach. Like that's how quickly realities change in this world. So I'm really skeptical to jump into one real quick because it's like, obviously I pray for the victims of the horrific attack in Israel. And I pray for the other side, any atrocities that I am aware or not aware of on the other side that people are going to freak out in the comment section about me. I don't want any of it. And I pray for the victims of that. However, it's like I know that there's certain things they want to do and all it takes is an event and then they could do it. And I already know it's like then they're going to be like, oh, if you don't support this war, you hate all of us. You want us hurt. You know, you're an anti-Semite. You're this or that. And then the other side will say you're apartheid. You're whatever. Uh like uh what do they say like a invader or you know i would say conqueror you know they'll, they'll call you all these things and it's like all right well i guess i could see how this could go south really quickly i could see how this will be used to take more speech i'm sure ron DeSantis is somewhere drafting up another hate speech law and the escalation is going to be or the tensions are going to be even bigger now saying that if you disagree with this law that you, you hate people so much like i when israel wasn't being attacked to this extent and i know they've been attacked in the past hamas has attacked israel before palestinians have attacked israelis before israel has attacked palestine before they've been fighting for 80 years and i'm not blaming one side because honestly it's a complex issue i'm just saying like this fight has been going on for decades and I, I, it sucks and I wish, you know, people could act right. But in general, now I know the tensions are going to be higher and they're going to just get get more stuff achieved. And it's like, you know, that's the one thing that I always get in trouble for anyway. It's like I say, hey, I like the First Amendment and they call me an anti-Semite. Hey, uh, you know, like what's what? How does foreign aid work? I'm just curious. I'm not even hateful. Oh, you want to hurt us? No. What are, you, what are you talking like? It's like that's I can't say anything of that topic. I interview Vivek and, you know, media publications just lie about me and say all these things and say, oh, my gosh, try to brand me forever as somebody who hates them when I don't. So it's like with that sort of track record, it's like I could just see this being 
blown out of proportion. And, uh, you know, basically, like, I'm sure I'm going to lose even more speech in this country and I can't have a say on it. I got to just open my wallet. So, you know, I'm just a little bit slow to just see how things are going to happen because I, I I'm not like one of these people that's just going to act like an expert on the war right now. But, you know, if you are Israeli and you love Israel, I get it. If you're Palestinian and you love Palestine, I get it. If you're Christian or Jewish in America and you love Israel, I get it. If you're Christian or Jewish in America and you don't, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I get all the perspectives. I guess it's just if I'm inspired super strong to take a major stance, I will. But if I'm not, I can understand the complexities of a war. And I could understand that making a, a rush decision and an opinion as fast as possible is not always accurate. I could share all the videos. I could you know, saying make a statement right now, but I'd rather wait a little bit because I already know what's going to happen anyway. It's like, I, you know, they're going to give them more money. They're going to, you know, go do what they wanted to do. And that's what it's going to be, you know, and then things are not going to be completely uh, solved because there's still going to be tension in the world. So someone said, I'm leaving this up to God. I hear you. Let me see. Um, someone said, you're repeating yourself again. Well, you're listening to it again. Um, someone said, I'm not saying the founding fathers were right. I don't know where that's going. Someone said, pray for peace of Jerusalem, for sure. Vid said, Hamas is a terrorist organization. I've read a lot about it. Obviously, I see all the takes. Like I, I, I get the generic right-wing take. I've seen it a million times for five years. You know, I, I get it. Um, Let's see. Someone said, blessings anomaly. I feel like you do. We have to look at the backstory and not get emotionally involved. We are in a spiritual war. Well, yeah, the, I mean, I'm just going to say a few things and then I'm going to head out because I've stayed longer than I thought I was anyway. In general, it's been a conflict since the Balfour Declaration was signed and since England gave the land to Lord Rothschild. That's literal history. So once that happened, you have a dilemma on your hands. You have people saying, this is mine. We had it years ago. We're taking it back. And you have people who said, well, no, this is ours. And then you have a difference of view. If you talk to somebody in Israel, they'll tell you one side of the story. If you talk to someone in Palestine, they'll, they'll tell you another side of the story. They'll be like, we're trying to help them. They're trying to hurt us. We, we're giving them electricity and they're freaking out at us. And then the other side's like, they have us stuck here. We can't leave. But it's like, I don't know. You know, if you're an expert on it, you could talk about it. But you know, I think America, like Americans are not allowed to have an opinion anymore. It's like they'll say that you hate everybody if you have an opinion or you have your own country's thoughts in mind. It's, you know, and I've, I'm not stupid. I've heard the biblical discussions on both sides of what people think this is or isn't. And I've made my own decision about what I believe. Um, and it's not necessarily what everyone else believes. So, you know, at, at this point, I just wanted to say something because I was inspired to, but mostly it's like people trying to force my hand, people trying to get me to say something, get me to make a massive, massive statement. And, you know, the people that rush and jump to conclusions, they're going to be wrong or, you know, inaccurate like they always are, because in the first 48, 72 hours of a war or an attack, the information is going to be impossibly hard to really get all together, although some of it is like coming in slowly. So you know, I, to me, it's like season 52 of politics. I already know when you look at the right wing influencers, I already know what they're going to say. I already know. It's not a shot. Like I get it. It's like 
to me, it almost seems like a storyline. It's like this happens. Nikki Haley says this. Ron DeSantis does this. This person says this. This person stands up and says this so they can get more gigs. And this person has a real stance and they think it really matters. I stand with that. What does that mean? I stand with Israel. Do you? Are you going there? Are you fighting? You, you, you're you sitting down on a chair and, and tweeting it. I stand with Palestine. You do? Are you really standing with them? Are you in Palestine standing with them getting bombed on? No, you're not then you're not really standing with them. Like everyone's got an opinion. Everyone thinks they're self-righteous. Everyone is is going to try to shame you into doing it. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing to make a stance if you believe in something, but you're not really, you're not really standing with anybody. You're just sitting down tweeting about it and that's, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with it, but let's not, you know, let's not point the finger at everybody else that doesn't do exactly that. Like, okay. Um, Someone said, I bet many of those conservative grifters are waiting to see what most conservatives have to say. Well, I mean, there's there's something called a leader and a follower. You know, followers, they just follow. Leaders, they critically think. And a lot of people are followers. They just, you know, they wait to see what the opinion everyone else has is. And I I get it. I Like, I get the whole, like, Biden funded them narrative. Like, I understand it. It might be true. I mean, that might be part of it. But to me... I, I've always thought of it this way, like the way things kind of unfold now that I've seen how Trump ended up and I've already seen how I've already seen how De, like DeSantis like like operates and there's a lot of good things they both do, but there's some things they don't do. I'm past the point of thinking any of these people are going to save me. Like to me, it just looks like a script. It's like, OK, you know, Americans need a war in Iraq. All right. Here's the George Bush guy. Like, oh, they're tired of the George Bush guy. Here's the Obama guy. Oh, they're tired of the Obama guy. Here's the rich white guy that says, you know, he's going to build a wall. Oh, okay. That guy locked the country down. Now he's selling vaccines. Well, here's the old guy. All right. The old guy started a war with Ukraine. I already said, I'm like, there's probably like, you know, they're probably going to let if, if a Republican wins in 2024, which I don't see at this point, but if a Republican wins, they're going to probably start a war with Iran, you know, because a Republican is the one you would use to start a war with Iran. It's probably not going to be the Democrats. So you get what I'm saying? It's like, to me, it's like above my pay grade. It's like everyone's going to argue. Everyone's going to have an opinion. Everyone's going to post a flag. I'm not deluded enough to think that my opinion on Israel and, and Palestine is going to change what's going to happen. You know, if it was, I don't know what to tell you. Let me see. Uh, someone said focus on home. Well, that's another thing, too, is we're never going to be allowed to focus on our country because they'll say we hate everybody. It's like if you don't want to give your money to Ukraine, you must hate Ukrainians. You must love Putin, you know, and then the media tries to dehumanize Russians. And it's like, I don't hate Russian people. I don't hate Ukrainian people. Uh, I don't hate Israelis. I don't hate Palestinians. I'm not joining one side of war propaganda and just hate viciously hating a group of people because that's just not how I roll. And with that being said, you know, there, Israel already gets a lot of funding. Like every year, this is like a whole thing people don't even know. Every year, Israel gets foreign aid all the time. And basically, it's like you can't even talk about it, let alone disagree with it. You can't even bring it up. Just bringing it up like is is scary. You know what I'm saying? Like bringing up the fact that we give aid to that country is a scary moment because at any second, the media is going to call you anti-Semitic. Even if you say it's fine, you're just like asking about it. So it's like, you know, that's what America exists for. America exists to just give money to other countries. I'm just working. I understand my place. I'm just working to fuel wars that I can't have an opinion about. So I got to give 30, 40% of my, you know, taxes to the government. 
They get to give it to Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson. They get to say it's free. They get to shove them down my throat. They get to start a war in Ukraine. They get to start a war in Iraq. And if I disagree with it, I'm a bad person because I don't, my opinion doesn't matter. I'm just a worker bee who's here to exist to give my money to a government who then shells it out to other countries and the pharmaceutical industry. So, you know, I get it. I, I understand that they gave people like a Trump and a DeSantis to like fight over to think that somebody cares about them when they don't really care that much either. Like I get it, you know, and I got to work that much harder because now inflation's hitting because Trump and Biden printed too much money and neither of them will tell the truth about it because that's what they do. They just divide everybody and everyone's yells at each other, but they're both in on it. And now I got to work even harder because eggs cost more money, meat costs more money. And I'm not complaining. I'm not, this is not a sob story. This is an American dream. It's like, you know, I got to work that much harder because my taxes are that much higher and the inflation is that much bigger. And, uh, you know, if they keep spending and printing money, it's just going to keep going up until they chill out a little bit. But we, we just got out of the Afghanistan war. We spent a trillion dollars. Like people need to understand from an American perspective too. If you're Ukrainian and you love Ukraine, I get it. I'm not mad at you for putting a Ukrainian flag in your bio. If you're Russian and you love Russia, I get it. And if you're Ukrainian and Russian, you don't like them. I get it also. Everything's like, you know, if you're Israeli and you love Israel, I get it. If you're Palestinian and you like Palestine, I get it. But I'm American. Just like I care and understand your opinion and I respect your opinion, you have to understand and respect mine. My country is failing. It has a failed border. The cities are failing. The cultures are failing. The schools are failing. The media is psychotic. The pharmaceutical industry has like basically strung a cord around both politicians' neck and the NFL. And, you know, and I'm told that I just have to keep funneling money to multiple foreign countries or I hate everybody. And we just got out of a multiple trillion dollar wars that didn't really do that much. Like we just we literally just got out of the Afghanistan war. So personally, I'm just a little annoyed that I respect people's opinions. If you're Jewish and you love Israel, I get it. If you're Christian, and you love Israel, I get it. If you're Palestinian, and you love Palestine, I get it. Um, but do you care about me or do I just exist to work and do what you want? You get what I'm saying? I, I have an opinion too. I have a life too. I have a perspective too. I'm an American citizen. I was born and raised here my whole life. I'm not Israeli. I'm not Palestinian. I'm not Ukrainian and I'm not Russian. So it doesn't make me a hateful person. If I look at the whole map and it's like, what the hell is going on in our own country? And as much as you want to help out other countries, overextending has destroyed a lot of nations, you know? It's not the first time that a nation's been destroyed from overextending. So if we don't want to overextend so much, um, it's gonna, you know, it doesn't it doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but that's America's, I guess, like a role that everybody wants us to play is like we just exist to fund foreign wars. And if you don't, Nikki Haley will yell at you. You know what I'm saying? They'll they'll get her to yell at you or whatever. So it's just ridiculous. Um God bless you guys. God bless your family. God bless America. God bless the world. I pray for everybody. I do not want to see a huge conflict escalate. I understand uh, how vicious and brutal the attack seems to be. And I pray for the innocent victims. Nobody deserves that. With that being said, I just am going to basically not talk about this too much for the next couple of weeks because I feel like the... I'm not even going to say misinformation because that's a stupid word, but like the inaccuracy is going to be strong until everybody figures it out. So 
if you're in Israel or Palestine, obviously they're going to act quickly because it's their country. But as far as me being essentially a media outlet or a journalist uh, halfway around the world, I, I'm not in a rush to like put out my opinion or put out my virtue signal because as, as much as everybody wants to pretend like it does, it's like the same thing as the black square. Like it's not the text and the tweet and the Facebook post and, and you pressuring your friends to agree with you. It's not going to really do anything, you know, so you should be nice to people today. Be nice to your friends. Don't uh, don't act emotional and hysterical over that stuff. And we'll see what happens. It's like uh, I already know what most of the politicians are going to say and do anyway. And I, I kind of can see it. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, someone said an unprovoked attack on Israel is an, an act of war. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree, bro. I don't disagree. If they attacked Israel completely unprovoked and they attacked a bunch of civilians, yeah, that's pretty much an act of war. I agree with you. Um, you know, I I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying I'm looking at a conflict that's been going on for a long time. Um, with Ukraine and Russia, people would say, Well, Russia invaded Ukraine. Russia just invaded Ukraine out of nowhere. That's an act of war. Kinda, yeah, I agree. Like, kind, yeah, it kind of is. Was it out of nowhere? Well, it depends who you ask. If you ask the West, it was completely out of nowhere. But if you ask somebody who actually pays attention, America did like fifteen things, like little jabs, and then Russia pushed back. So, was it unprovoked? Should they have invaded Ukraine? Maybe not. Probably not. You know, did was it an act of war? Probably. Was it completely unprovoked? You could say that, but I would say historians that are accurate would say, no, it wasn't completely unprovoked. Um, you know, America, Lindsey Graham, these type of people were over in Ukraine doing all sorts of weapons deal for years. Imagine if China was at the border of Mexico selling a bunch of weapons. You think we'd be fine with that here? Um, so I'm not siding with them in the war or anything. I'm just saying like it wasn't unprovoked. And when it comes to Israel and Palestine, I'm not saying that wasn't an escalation. It seems like it absolutely was an escalation and you have every right to feel that way. But to act like the Israel-Palestine conflict just started yesterday, like it didn't. I mean, there's been devastation on both sides for 70 years, 80 years. Was this the biggest attack? It seems like it. I don't, you know, it seems that way. Absolutely. But it's not the beginning of it. So, I, you know, everybody can, most people will just, do what they're told when they're told to. It's like, now's the time that we do this. Let's all do this. And it's like, you can do that. I'm I'm just going to think about it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to watch what happens because my opinion doesn't even matter that much anyway. So someone said, I think it's a distraction. I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'd call it a distraction, but it, it is a thing. It's like, when this happens, they're going to get more money. And you already see on like, just, just look at Twitter and you can figure everything out. Like, you have Meghan McCain attacking Vivek Ramaswamy saying that like you said that they were you were going to cut foreign aid to Israel. And now all the politicians are going to jump up and, and see how much money they could give to them. You said this. You said this. Remember when you said this? You're so bad. You got to support, support, give money. Give, they're going to give money to them. They're going to give more money to them, obviously. You know, and I'm not saying it's this right or wrong. You could figure it out. But it's like when that happens, you could already see what's going to happen. They're going to get more foreign aid. That country's or, or, or lack of a country, whatever you want to call it, is going to get bombed into oblivion and they're going to take the land that they always wanted to take anyway. And I've, you know, I've figured this out years ago where it's like, I understand that both sides are in a pickle and there's fighting involved and 
And it's like, you know, it's not as simple as people want to act like it is. And the things that, you know, people want, they're going to get whether they want them or not. So it's, I already see where it's going to go. Um, Palestine's going to get absolutely destroyed. Israel's probably going to take more of it. And, you know, they're going to get more foreign aid. And American politicians are going to be jumping up and down to show you how much more they could do than the other person. And that's going to be the new election. Like, how much more can I do for this country? And it's it's an ugly, it's an ugly uh, atmosphere to, to post in right now. Like, I follow this guy named Spike Cohen. He's a libertarian. I've had him on my show. I like Spike a lot. He's a good guy. Um, he's Jewish. He happens to be Jewish. His last name's Cohen. They're calling him anti-Semitic because he posted something about it. You know, like, it's like, I don't, I don't feel like everyone's going to yell at each other for the next two weeks. And to be honest, I don't feel like arguing with people because it's like, so now a Jewish guy is anti-Jewish because he posted a, an opinion about Israel and Palestine. Spike Cohen's opinion was like pretty reasonable too. It was it true. I have no idea. I'm just reading a thread, like as if I know if it's real or not, but long story short, everybody's freaking out at everybody over the last, uh, over the next two weeks. It's like, you know, if you don't say exactly what people want you to say, they're going to freak out. And if you do say exactly what people want you to say, they're going to freak out anyway. Like if you're super pro-Israel, the Palestinian side is going to get pissed off at you. If you're super pro-Palestine, the Israeli side is going to get pissed at you. If you don't say anything, both sides are going to get pissed at you. If you don't say anything, even Armenians are going to get mad because you didn't say something about them. And I'm not saying Armenians are mad at me, but just this one chick. You get what I'm saying? It's like there's in these couple weeks as a citizen and a normal person, there's really nothing you can do or say that's going to please everybody. And that's why I'm not trying to please everybody. I'm telling you what I think. If I thought something, I would just tell you. I just told you what I thought. You know, so in general, like everybody's going to try to bully everyone. It's the same thing with the black square. I don't agree with hate and violence and bloodshed, but me posting a black square on Instagram when you yell at me doesn't make me Malcolm X. Oh, look how not racist I am. Ho, ho, ho. I put a square. Like, Okay, and in three weeks, you're going to go back and say and do nothing like you always do. So what, what's the point? You're you're a political activist now because you posted a black square, but I'm not because I make videos every day. Okay, yeah, that makes total sense. You know, and, and it's with this, it's the same thing. It's like, I get it. You know, Israelis love Israel, or they should if they live there. Why wouldn't you? You know, Palestinians love Palestine. A lot of the Islamic world agrees with Palestine. Some Christians agree with Palestine. Some Christians agree with Israel. Uh, you know, some Jews love Israel. Some Jews don't like Israel. That's the world we live in, folks. I'm allowed to have my opinion too about it. And my opinion is nuanced, not to be a fence sitter, but because it's a crazy situation. Like, you know, there's people that say Israel has no right to exist. What is that? Like, who you, you get to decide whether they exist or not. You on Twitter, I'm deciding whether they already do exist and they're there and there's not shit you're doing about it. So it's just a... It's just a virtue signal into thin air. And then there's people that say Palestine's not a country. It's like, well, they think they are and they, they're there. So now we have a dilemma. You get what I'm saying? It's like, I get the situation. Some people think Palestine is the whole place. Some people think they don't exist. Some think, people think Israel is a country. Some people think they don't exist. I'm just here to tell you, I don't run the world. I don't get to tell you. Am I going to tell America we don't exist now too because we took the land in 1776? Who the F am I to tell our country or any country that we do or don't exist? So I've never even said that because it's like if they're there and they say it's their country and they want it to be, well, they've gone most of the way of being a country. Did they not? You know, like, oh, oh, you told them that Israel can't exist. And now what happens? Nothing. They're still there. They have a flag. They participate in sporting events. They have a wall. You know, someone said, then stop talking. 
I'm going to in a second, but the fascinating part about me is that like, I'll talk and people will be like, you're repeating yourself. Um, you know, it's gone too long. Why are you listening then? I don't, I'm not begging you to stay, you know, I, I, this is one person's opinion. I talk for 50 something minutes, then I shut it off and go about my day. Like what, you know, I can't even watch 15 minutes of a press conference and you guys watch 55 minutes of me acting like I'm doing you some sort of disservice then watch the NFL. It's on right now. You know, watch Taylor Swift and Mr. Pfizer guy sell a bunch of vaccines and girly concerts or whatever. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not asking for your approval. Um, but that's my opinion. Anyway, I'm going to say it and then I'm going to roll out. God bless, uh, all sides. And I don't mean this in a pandery way. I mean this in an authentic way. There are good people in Israel. There are good people in Palestine. There are good people in Russia and Ukraine. And then there's governments and organizations and terrorists and, and really bad things and really bad people doing bad stuff. And I don't agree with the bad stuff at all. It's just I don't dehumanize the people of any country. And I have to say that after watching how the Ukraine and Russia thing went down, the first two weeks was a lot of people posting stuff that they didn't know because they wanted to be first and they wanted to be virtuous and they wanted to be right. And I remember that 95% of the people that I followed, most of which happened to be Republican, they were wrong because they wanted to be first and they wanted to act like they knew something they knew. So I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to post things that I don't know. Videos, I it looks horrific. I'm not, to be honest, I don't post graphic videos anyway. No matter what day of the week it is, it's just not my style. Some people do that. I see them sometimes. I don't like that. I don't like seeing graphic videos. I don't you know, like sharing them, even if it goes in the uh, like way of my narrative or whatever. It's just not my thing. So if you want to look at that stuff, you get there's other people's social media feeds. But me, I'm taking a few weeks to process the whole situation because it's like I already see what's going to happen from this. And, uh, you know, as far as taking a massive, massive stance based off of videos and things that I'm seeing, I'm not going to do it right now. I want to see what happens over time, because if things are super what they say they are, We'll, we'll still believe that in a week. And if they're not, then it'll crumble uh, within a week. So, you know, being patient for me works. And to those who say, don't be patient, you can't afford to be patient. What do you think I'm going to do? You think in my tie-dye shirt, I'm going to shift the scales of the Palestinian-Ukraine war? Get a grip, okay? I don't, and I don't have to say what you want me to say. I don't have to be an expert on everywhere in geopolitics. And I can understand that a dicey situation is a dicey situation. I'm not, uh, you know, I, and there's people you can follow that are totally one-sided. They're on one side and they're fighting and it's their war. Follow them. I'm not, I, I'm not even saying that sarcastically. It's like, if you want one-sided war vision, there's millions of people on all sides doing that. You, you could watch their things if that's what you want. Maybe they're right. I don't know. Uh, but me, I'm not going to pretend to be that just for clout or speaking gigs or roles in the Republican Party or, you know, street cred from the other side. It's like, I'm going to be true to myself and uh, say what I think. Um, I'm not overly, I would say, I've seen a lot, I've read a lot, I've learned a lot, but I'm still not confident enough to make these full bloated or full throated stances because it's ba my, my education is based off of talking to people, watching videos, et cetera. And it's like, 
I've I've seen both sides and I kind of get it. I'm not going to lie. And and that does not excuse the terrorism. That is not an excuse for violence or killing people. That's evil. And if there's retaliation, I get it. It's like, why wouldn't you? Um, I'm just like, you know, I'm just living in a world where everyone's just screaming their opinions on Twitter and it's overwhelming. It's like, all right, I'm going to fall back. You guys can argue about this and I'm going to look at it in my own lens through the next week or two. Hope that made sense. God bless you guys. Appreciate it. Have a beautiful day and feel free to disagree or post something more opinionated. Hey, what's going on, my friends? Just a few ways to stay in touch and support if you'd like to. The first way is dreamrare.com. We have blue beanies, black beanies, pink hats, other colored hats.